Recorded at the Running Edge Studio, you're listening to Venture Tabernacle. It's like venture capital, except that the investment is made in your soul. This is where America hangs out to talk about anything and everything from a biblical perspective. I'm your host, Ty Hervey. Join me as we learn to view the world through the objective lens of the Bible. Alrighty, everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Sunday Sermon on the Venture Tabernacle podcast. Last week in our episode, if you missed it, we saw Jesus raise a little girl from the dead. It was yet another amazing miracle confirming that Jesus is indeed the Son of God. And today's story is one that seems out of place given the miracles that we've seen in the last few weeks. And what we're looking at is the story of how Jesus was rejected in his own hometown and the danger that unbelief brings with it. So let's go ahead and get started. Our text for the day is Mark chapter 6, verse 1 through 6. It says this, He went away from there and came to his hometown, and his disciples followed him. And on the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? What is the wisdom given to him? How are such mighty works done by his hands? Is not this the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother of James, and Joseph, and Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. And Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his hometown and among his relatives and in his own household. And he could do no mighty work there except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief, and he went about among the villages teaching. Now, I don't know about you, but this is a pretty interesting story to me, for a couple of reasons. The first of which is that the people rejected Jesus because they had a preconceived notion of who he was. You know, they saw him grow up and they thought that they knew who Jesus was, but they were so far from the truth. And the second thing that's interesting to me is that it says that Jesus was unable to do any major miracles in his hometown. And the question is, why? Well, it was because of their unbelief, is what it says. And he was, in fact, amazed. He marveled at their unbelief. And this is really only one of two times that Jesus was amazed about something in the Bible. So this is a pretty big deal, evidently, by Jesus' reaction. So let's break it down piece by piece. Jesus returns to his hometown to do some preaching and miracles, maybe to take some time off and relax from the ministry that he's been doing. You know, he's just came from raising the daughter of Jairus from the dead. He literally just proved his power over even death. And the very next thing that he does is he comes back to his hometown. And what do they do when he returns? Well, they reject him. They see him preaching in the church and they say, We know this guy. He is that carpenter boy. He is the son of Mary and Joseph, and there is nothing special about him. And it makes me think about, well, maybe some of you can relate to this, is that growing up, it seemed like there was always that one girl in school that everyone wanted to date. 
She was pretty. She was smart, funny, popular. She had everything going for her. But no matter how hard anyone tried, no one from our school could date her. She would reject anyone who came her way from our school. But one day, we found out that this girl had a boyfriend. And lo and behold, he was actually from another school. Let me tell you, he was exotic. And this guy, he didn't seem like anything special compared to all the guys at our school that had tried to date her. But because he was from another school, well, all of a sudden he was able to capture her attention. And I think about that as I read this story is the danger that comes with familiarity. You see, some of you have grown up in church all of your life, and you know the Bible stories. You've heard them all. You can probably tell them well. But let me ask you this. Have those same stories changed your life? Do you live differently because you know the stories of God, or do you live the same old life that you were living before you knew the Word of God? You see, we talked about it several weeks ago now, but I cannot express how important it is that we do something with what God has given us. And if you've been listening more than a few weeks, you have been given much in the way of instruction of Bible teaching. You have been given the very words of God as we read the Scripture. And the people that Jesus grew up around were given an opportunity to believe in Him as the Son of God but they chose instead to reject him. And what a tragedy that is. And that tragedy brings us to the second interesting part of this story that Jesus could not do miracles for these people because of their unbelief. Their lack of faith was shocking and carried real-world consequences for themselves. There were sick people probably demon-possessed people that needed miracles to make their lives whole again, and those miracles were right in front of them. But they could not receive them because they did not believe. You know, I wonder how often we limit God today with our unbelief. You see, God is able to do anything that He pleases. He created the universe and everything inside of it with just his words. He has power to perform miracles even today in our lives. But if we do not believe, he can be, in a sense, limited by our lack of faith. How many times has someone gotten cancer or some other terminal illness and we pray for their healing, but we know inside that it's not going to happen and we're just praying because it's the right thing to do? But let me tell you, if we believe, all things are possible for God. Now, what I'm not saying here is that when we pray and we believe and have faith that it's a guarantee. You know, those preachers that teach the name it, claim it, bullcrap, those guys are liars. They're not teaching what the Bible teaches. And if anyone tells you that if you have enough faith, you can get something from God, then they are lying to you. God is not a vending machine that if you say the right prayer and do the right thing, that he will give you what you want. But when you do believe, what we do is we open the door for God to move in your life. That's what faith does. And these people in Nazareth, they missed out on an amazing blessing because they did not believe that Jesus was the Son of God. 
They thought he was just another carpenter. They thought he was just another child of Mary and Joseph. And maybe you're in that same boat today. Maybe you are stuck in unbelief. And what a dangerous place to be. You know, unbelief is the only thing that will send you to hell. And I don't say that to scare you. I don't say that to be sensational. In fact, that should be an encouragement to those of you who are Christians and are listening to this. Because no matter what we mess up, as long as we have our faith in Jesus, we cannot be snatched away from his hands. But if you don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God who came to this earth and lived a perfect life so that he could die on a cross to pay the penalty of our sins and that he rose again to conquer even death, then the plain and simple truth of it is that you cannot get into heaven because Jesus is the only way to get into heaven. And so if you're listening today and you have not put your faith in Jesus... Perhaps today is the day that you change your life for eternity. Put your faith in Jesus, and I can promise you this. He will not let you down. And that marks the end of this episode of the Venture Tabernacle Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you same time, same place next week.